Welcome to the Fixtures Podcast. We're back after missing a week. Um, but uh, I'm joined today by uh, Nikki Erdman. Hello. Roy Erdman. What's up? And a special guest all the way from Sweden, uh, Hans Erdman. Hello. Um, all right. So <laughs> <laughs> we have... Uh, we have some games to talk about this week. Um, we are recording this, just fair warning, before the, the Liverpool game. We're recording this on Sunday, so we will not talk about that game. Uh, we will talk about those teams in general, but we don't know what happens in that game yet because it hasn't happened yet. Um, but uh, let's start us off at the top with Chelsea 2, Tottenham 1. Nikki, walk us through this one. Uh, this game was at 6.30 in the morning, but I actually woke up and saw it. So Wow. Um, but this was a pretty, it was a weird game just because of the lineups for Chelsea. If you, um, because what about the lineup for Tottenham? Yeah. The lineup for Tottenham was a little odd too. Well, but, no, no real striker as, uh, George no striker. Let us all know. for, uh, Chelsea, it was a bit odd too. Cause we moved back to the, we were playing five in the back. Plus we were also playing Willie Caballero for the third game in a row. And Marcos Alonso made his return, and Olivier Giroud yeah, made his return did. into the lineup. Which is Alonso was an animal. He was just he he really likes that formation. I think, right? Yeah, I he, think he, that's his more, best formation. More room to roam. Mm-hmm. It allows him to get up the field and kind of play more offensively. Which I think that's why he kind of fell out of favor was because we started playing four in the back instead of five, and then yeah. he wasn't able to roam as much. But now he's able to go back to how he wanted to. Yeah, mm-hmm. in that wing back role where he really shines. I know. He, I think it, when he plays that specific role, I think he's one of the best left wing backs probably in the world. I yeah, mean, for sure. He was. I mean, just in that game, he was going crazy. He almost scored a hat trick. Really. I mean, the season where you guys won the title, he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was insane. Yeah. So, do you see him coming back into this lineup regularly? I certainly. I certainly hope so. If we keep playing five in the back, I think he should stay. But um. Yeah, I think he was outed by Sari, which kind of sucked. But so another big uh, kind of weird moment here is uh, Ross Barkley also back in the lineup. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's fine. I mean, Ross Barkley is a good player. I mean, he's not bad. He's not perfect. I don't think he's really quality enough to be starting week in week out for Chelsea. But like personally, I would prefer. But I mean, we've been hit by a pretty big injury crisis recently. I mean, Cal Munson Adoy is out. Tammy Abraham's out. Uh, a lot of the... Our, he came on, though. Yeah, Tammy Abraham came on, but he's still recovering. From very, him. very and, short. And Conte's out, too. Yeah, Conte's out, too. So I was wondering why Giroud was starting. Yeah, it, yeah, it was because Tammy was still... He was recovering from a knock. That's why he missed last week, too. Uh, but uh, okay. also, uh, if you look at the bench for Chelsea, uh, sight for sore eyes, Ruben Loftus-Cheek making it back in the lineup after a year and a half of being out with injury. Wow. That's great. Well, speaking of injury, um, did you see the foul that was uh, on Aspalaqueta? Yeah. yeah, so that was Celso foul. Yeah. yeah, that's two weeks in a row that Chelsea have just been <clears throat> just done dirty by VAR. I mean, the Harry Maguire uh, kick on Bacuai should have been a red card for sure, because I mean, Youngman Son did the same thing versus Chelsea. Uh, when he kicked out, and it was not even that bad of a kick, and he got a red card. And this one was, like, way worse, and he didn't even get a card, McGuire. And then in this game, uh, Lo Celso, you could literally see him just stomp his foot onto 
I just pulled Quetzal on purpose, and he just yeah, didn't it get was right super mm. dirty. So what uh, what fixes the Spurs? The Spurs are having issues. I don't think anything can because they have no way of getting a striker. They have no goal scorers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, why why did he sit Deli Ali? Why was he sitting on the I bench? I think they're having a spat. No is, idea. I think I think him and Mourinho are going at it. As is tradition for any Mourinho team, there's always got to be one player. Because I was watching that game, and when Deli Ali came in, I mean, there was like no fire, nothing. Um, I'm just wondering what the heck's going on there. Yeah, I yeah, think it could be falling out. Yeah, I think they're, Jose Mourinho's mad at him. He's usually mad at everyone. So Yeah, he's a very divisive <laughs> manager. Either, either you love working with him, and he's going to play you in every game, despite the fact that you're probably playing terribly, or... Uh, you're going to just be a good player that completely gets ousted because he doesn't like you. So what's his other answer? Lamella? I think he played for, what, 27 minutes or something? Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're he, in trouble. He runs a lot. So, I don't think he has the physicality to play, like, a striker role. I don't think they don't have anyone that can play striker. Well, Bergwijn had a good uh, debut last week. But this week it kind of fizzled out. I mean, is it because of where they put him? Yeah, he's yeah, not a striker. He's, he's a, a winger. He's a winger more. He's not like big. He's not going to be able to hold up the ball, be strong. Yeah, and, like, I think they need to put Deli Ali up in the middle with Lamella, change the format, and then take Bergwine and put him back with Lucas. And I'm not sure about the Harry Winks thing. Yeah, Harry Winks. He's been like a prospect for like 10 years, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but ultimately, Chelsea coming out on top. Uh, I think they should have won by more. I mean, they were dominating this whole game. Marcos Alonso yeah, hit the bar like, like twice. I mean, the they were just destroying them this whole game. Tottenham really didn't even have any shot off that was like threatening, really. I mean, it was an own goal that they scored. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, Alonso did go off, but I think he's really going to go off <laughs> in the next game or two. Who's their next game? Uh, Chelsea next, I believe. They play, well, they play Bayern in the Champions League, uh, and then they play Bournemouth next, which should be a very easy game for them, you'd think. But they've kind of been stumbling uh, versus uh, against these easier teams. teams. So, yeah, I don't know that that's going to necessarily be uh, a for sure for them. But uh, they, they, they got to pick it up if they want to make the Champions League. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're in fourth right now. Um, yeah. That win over Tottenham helps, though. Man United yeah, is sneaking up win. on them. Tottenham, we can write them off, I mean, until they figure it out. Go to the next game. All right. Well, that's 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 fine for that, I think, unless anybody has anything else to say on those two teams. Um, but, no, not really. All right. We'll move on then to uh, Crystal Palace 1, Newcastle nil. So, uh, <laughs> Patrick Van Anhold scoring uh, the only goal for Crystal Palace and uh, Lazaro going off for Newcastle. Uh, these teams right next to each other in the league standings going into this game, but I don't think anyone gave Newcastle much of a chance, and I don't think I don't I don't think they ever really looked like winning, and I don't think they had too much of a chance at winning this game. Uh, but I mean, there's really not that big of a gap between these two teams, point-wise. But I feel like there's a pretty big gap, quality-wise, on the field. So, uh, 
I thought it was a, a very boring game. Um, that one goal from Van Anholt, um, that was the only spark, but uh, he got some huge points for Tom. In the uh, fantasy, he just went crazy and got all the bonus points and everything. So kudos to those that picked him up, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I had him at the beginning of the season. So did I. And then, and then I let him go right before Man United. And well, then that... what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, He won the game for them. Yeah, but then he was out and he was hurt for a while because I got rid of him as well, but. Yeah, I don't know. That's a boring game. What's the next one on the uh, docket? I think they'll they'll both be okay. They'll both stay up. Oh, yeah. for sure. I don't I think, think either of them are in danger. Um, which Newcastle, is... I thought. I, I honestly, I thought both of them would be in danger. So they've I, proved I, me. Yeah, Newcastle's been doing very very well considering their team and considering that I think we all had them slotted to go down in dead last. There's still That's time, but yeah, they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah, it would re it would require some uh, a big some big turnarounds from Bournemouth yeah. and Villa for them to really be to start to be in danger. So, and uh, man, Bournemouth they they don't look like turning anything around right now. Which leads us nicely into yeah. uh, Burnley three, Bournemouth nil. Uh, I, the rough times continue for Bournemouth. Absolute this destruction. Really, really, like. I don't know how to describe it. It was really a, a bad game, I guess you could say. Like, it, it was exciting, but, like, there were so many bad calls in the game, I felt. Like, VAR was involved in everything in the game. There yeah. was so many bad decisions, I thought, by the VAR referees. Yeah, but you got to give it to Burnley. Um, you know, the goalkeeper, Pope, is just outstanding right now, and they got that new forward that was playing, uh, Vidra. Is that my saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's he's actually. I was watching that game and um, he's quick, very quick. Which uh, neither of Burnley's uh, starting uh, strikers are were started this game. Where would you consider their starting strikers? Which is uh, Barnes and uh, who's the other one? Why can't I think of his name? I, I've never seen a game where. You score a goal at the other end, and then all of a sudden it gets called off, and the other team has a penalty at the other end. Like that—that that was the weirdest thing. Harry, he, he scored the Wilson, and then they called a penalty for like a minute ago before the counterattack, and then his goal is waved off, and they give Burnley a penalty instead of keeping the Bournemouth goal. And after that, they were just completely deflated and. They they gave up after that. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I mean, I think any team would be deflated that. after that. And Chris yeah, they, Chris they Wood was up. the other striker for the record. Yeah, Barnes is out with a, a hernia. So Vidra got the call. And uh yeah, Burnley did well, I guess, but uh Bournemouth just continues to look pretty poor and really just deflated in general. Um, they are sitting on two wins in their last five, so they did get a couple wins in there, but yeah, they are not looking great. Yeah, they're drifting towards relegation zone. They should be, they need to get some results here, and it's going to be hard versus Chelsea in their next game, so. Yeah, and so what, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you, does, is Bournemouth go down this year? I think they're going to go down instead of West Ham. 
I would say. I think they'll survive. I really do. I think they're going to make I, it. I mean, they're close to the bottom, bottom feeders, but I think they have a really it. good coach. I think. Yeah. He's he's a really good coach, and I think they'll they'll just avoid it. They really got to start getting some results, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Villa, which we'll get to, has kind of been teetering on the edge all season. So, they, but let's but let's look at their schedule. I mean, Bournemouth has Chelsea, not gonna win. Liverpool, not gonna win. Uh, Crystal Palace, that could win. Wolves, I don't think they'll win. Maybe Newcastle, and then they get United, Manchester United, Spurs, Leicester, oh City, Man City. So yeah, Jesus. they're in trouble. Jesus yeah, Christ, that's, that's a, a schedule. schedule. Oh my God. Then it, Okay, after hearing that information, yeah, they're probably going to go down. <laughs> I'll change yeah, mine as I mean, well. I think change my opinion. Yeah, I think they messed up because they dropped points in the games that should have been either easy or like even with them, and so I think that's going to hurt them going forward. Well, that would be interesting to see what happens with the coach then, because I think a lot of teams will you know, take him in the Premier League. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Eddie Howe is a, is a hot commodity, I think, even with Bournemouth Yeah, struggling. he's very young still. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could see them getting a result against Chelsea next week, though. And if they do, I think they got a shot. <laughs> I don't, if, if they don't if they, if were, they don't pull that off, I think they're, uh, they're pretty much done. I think if they were playing Chelsea and Chelsea was home, they would have a shot. But Chelsea's away form is just, for some reason, just amazing compared to their home form. Chelsea cannot win at home for some reason. They can only win away. But don't forget, Alonzo's back, so that's all going to change. <laughs> um, yeah, new formation changes things. All right. Well, uh, I think that brings us next on to Sheffield United 1, Brighton 1. Uh, goals from Stevens uh, for Sheffield United and Neil Mope for Brighton. So... Um, Sheffield United continues to kind of deny expectations a bit uh, with their uh, they're currently sitting in seventh place tied with Spurs uh, sitting above teams like Wolves Arsenal Everton uh, Palace so uh, I mean really they could end up in the Champions League with Manchester City's uh, band if they if they get a couple favorable results oh. um, I mean how, how do we feel about them as a side? In general, is the, are they just in good form? Are they a good team? I think uh, that their position in the table is kind of some kind of starting to fall into place. I think they're gonna fall down a few more places, drop some points here and there, and I think they're probably gonna end up around between like tenth and seventh, I would say. But uh, I think the reason they're doing so good, I think they're doing the same thing that Wolves did like two seasons ago. Remember when Wolves first came up and they were like ridiculous. I mean, they're doing, like, the same thing, pretty much. I mean, Sheffield United is really good right now. And I think it's just uh, a form thing. And I think it's just teams go into the games playing them thinking, oh, it's just Sheffield United. Like, we don't really have to worry. Like, the big teams, at least. And probably the small teams probably think that it wouldn't be that hard either. But, I mean, it's a, they're a difficult team to beat. I mean. Yeah, they're a lot more motivated. I think, um, I think they need more... Aggression. They need Lundstrom type aggression. I got rid of Lundstrom <laughs> and they played him and he uh, went nuts and then they only played him for nine minutes this last game. But for Sheffield, the, the key, um, I think, is the goalie that's been uh, really doing them good. Uh, they've got two really nice games coming up. 
but then it gets a little bit rougher for them. So I, I guess my I'm still out. My verdict is still out, and it depends on if Lundstrom plays. I mean, I like Fleck. He's you know, for <laughs> he's really short, but he seems to get through there, and he's so quick. Um, so there's a lot that Sheffield has. But. And uh, on on the flip side, we have uh, Brighton, who have not won a game in their last five, and uh, they have four draws. So yeah, they got excited about Murray coming back and making one goal and tying a game. But otherwise, yeah, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the formation, like you're talking about, Hans. I think that Brighton just hasn't gotten it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Moy, um, he just seems to be more of a defender, um, needs more aggression, and he's I more. I would say he's more of a, a defensive midfielder. And I feel like they're not really playing him in his preferred role right now. Yeah, he should be. Up. Yeah, and I was surprised seeing like uh, that, like on the team sheet, that he's like an attacking midfielder. I was like, what? Yeah, it this doesn't guy? really make sense with him. I mean, they he's have definitely a lot more of good uh, attacking player. options, though. I mean, Malpai is I really Brighton. Yeah, he's not they afraid to shoot from anywhere. <laughs> I really think they should play uh, Sully March more in Pascal Gross. I mean, both of them are fantastic, and they're both just sitting on the bench. I mean. Yeah, but I like their the results have been disappointing. Guy. I forget his name, though. What's that? Tossard or whatever? Trossard, yeah, Trossard. I like him a lot. He's really good, too. I mean, they have really good wingers, but they're not even playing like a formation that involves wingers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have really good attacking talent. I think it's, the, yeah, I think it's time for them to change formations. Yeah, they're playing a five on the back. I don't think they need to play two up top. Really? I think you play Glenn Murray for like the first 30 minutes until he, like, falls over because he's like 40 and then you bring on Malpe. Yeah, but, but you could half. you could tell though when you're watching Brighton play, it's more of a defensive game. The ball is mostly on the, you know, the defender side, the way they're playing. That's not their game though, I think. I think I know. They need to be they need Yeah, to but that's not their game. They need to go forward. Yeah, they that's yeah, they yeah. need to. Really. So do you think that this is a short-sightedness by the by Graham Potter? and not getting the best out of this team, or do you think that he's doing all he can with the team that he has? I I think he's kind of resorting back to what Brighton used to be before he came, because I think before then you would uh, think of Brighton as being like this solid defensive team, you know, really good at home. And I think when he came, I think there was a lot of expectation for them to be more attacking, and they were, and they kind of still are, but I guess it's kind of, Falling away, like they're they're starting to play more defensively. I don't know why, because I thought they were doing pretty well, like kind of towards the beginning, middle of the season. Yeah, they were. They, I think they were sitting they were, upper yeah, mid they table at the, at the start, and I think they had a few poor results, and then I think they kind of got scared and retreated yeah, back to what they know. Reasons. I don't know what happened. Yeah. All right. But yeah, they need to they need to attack more. I think that's the players the players that they have. They they need to play like a more attacking formation. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, which I mean, it's it's too many good players are on the bench. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree, and especially when you have good defenders in in Duffy and Dunk. I don't think you need a you don't need to play five in the back and be ultra safe. So, yeah. Well, moving on to the next game, Ryan. Uh, we have Southampton two and Aston Villa zero. Yes, so Southampton goals from Shane Long and Stuart Armstrong. Uh, 
and Villa losing a game that they probably should have won. Or yeah, needed I'm to very win. surprised that Southampton actually beat Villa here. I thought Villa was going to win for sure. Yeah, it was like that last week with Villa as well. They did they did really well. I thought I think they're playing against Tottenham. Last uh, week, yes, they made three. it was a different week. No, that was that was last week two three. Uh, the Sun scored the thriller in like the last minute. In that game. I remember watching that, and I was stunned. I mean, I, I felt like, like they should have played better. Sun won it like in the last second, I, I think, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he won it in the 94th minute. So. Yeah, and he had like a broken, what does he have, like a broken arm or something now? Yeah, he is a, yep. yeah, he's out for a while. He just had surgery on his arm. Yeah, I think he's out for the season. Crazy. So but Yeah, uh, Villa, hard luck, yeah. <laughs> I thought Southampton has a uh, really good defense. Um, you know, with Stevens back there, Bertrand, and then the goalkeeper I'm not sold on yet, McCarthy. But um, as... I think Angus Gunn is a better goalkeeper than McCarthy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to th- last. But I think his uh, confidence kind of got shot, though, when they lost a 9-0 to Leicester. Yeah. But I do remember the first time Angus Gunn played for Southampton, which was versus Chelsea. And remember, he was just going insane versus Chelsea, Ryan? Yes. I, yeah, I remember that his debut game. That yeah, was a good game. It was insane. Um, but uh, did Stuart Armstrong play for Celtic? Yes, absolutely. I feel like Southampton just buys yep. Celtic players. Yep. Well, but, <laughs> it, you know, Aston Villa is one point out from the bottom three. So they're in deep trouble here. Um, I, I thought that penalty by Grelsch at the end of the game, you know, in over in extra minutes was absolutely silly. Um, you know, if he gets another one next game, that would be just not good. So, but I do like Grelsch. I think that he is the one bright spot on their team. I think they have a lot of bright spots on their team, which is the reason they're still able to be out of the relegation zone. Well, who's but... the other one you like? Uh, I like El Ghazi, and obviously John McGinn, even though he's not been, he's been out injured, is a is a has been a bright spot at the start of the season. So they got a bright bench. I think uh, El Ghazi played. I think Ray has been doing okay he was since he came from Milan. I think Grealish yeah. is good too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that was he made not... like nine saves or something ridiculous. Pepperina. Oh, yes. I feel like Pepperina has been around forever. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he's the only. He's the only player. He's the only player in the world to have won a trophy in all of Europe's top flight leagues, like all like the big six leagues. <clears throat> he's 37 really? for the record. Yeah. He won. He won with Bayern in the Bundesliga. He won with Milan in uh, Italy, and then he won. I think he won with uh, Barca in Spanish in the La Liga. What? I'm gonna need to check this out. <laughs> We're fact checking Nikki now. I'm like I'm not positive <laughs> on the team, but I know I've heard that fact somewhere. That he has won a trophy in all of like Europe's top right leagues. Alright, I'll give it to you. Oh, Ryan's checking it right now. But did you yeah. see oh, okay. the uh, Did you see the game with Aston Villa where the uh the right. prince was there, Prince <laughs> Anders? And his well, little, exactly. uh, and his son. Except for England. What's that? No, right? he won a trophy. I'm pretty sure he won a trophy while he was playing for Liverpool, not the like Premier League. Oh, just but, any trophy. Yeah, just okay, trophy. sure. He's won, trophy. He's won a trophy yeah. at, at the club in all the top leagues. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Not was won a, the league with. Was it a, a participation mm-hmm. trophy? No, that means I mean, cup <laughs> games. <laughs> um. All right. 
so that's fine. I don't think he won anything with Napoli. No, but he won something with Milan. Uh, Pretty sure. I don't think so. We we won what the Coppa Italia like two three years ago. I don't think he was there yet. Maybe no, he was because he came when the Chinese came, and we did not win anything when the Chinese came. That's when everything <laughs> fell apart even more. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll I want to do a special episode all around uh, Syria at some point. So we'll look for that coming oh. in the future. <laughs> we can uh, we'll talk have, about we'll we'll have Milan at length for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, now that we have the te- have the technology, um, so we can make <laughs> that happen. Um, all right, moving on. All right, to moving Leicester on. City nil, Manchester City one. Yes, this was an interesting game. Aguero. Um, <laughs> I would not be yelling Aguero right now. Um, so, this game was an interesting game. Uh, I think Leicester City looked the better team for the majority of this so game. Too. Oh yeah, they were scaring yeah. the heck out of me. They they were bossing this game throughout the bulk of it, and Vardy just is cursed uh but he and yeah and there was a couple penalties that they should have had i think yeah when he hit the when he hit the post oh my gosh and with a wide open goal and he hit that post but um when that penalty kick came in for aguero uh i was so happy because i had him captain and then they got blocked i could not believe that <laughs> We're at the uh, local pub. Yeah, and went right everybody. down the middle. Oh, yeah. And it seemed like uh, the entire place was for Leicester City, and they were all cheering and everything, so I couldn't. It was so good when, you know, Jesus finally scored, and I just I uh, clapped, stood up, and made as much noise as I could. <laughs> Do you think Gabriel Jesus is going to start over Sergio Aguero? Because I feel like recently Sergio Aguero has yeah, been, I, like, I'm, not doing well. Yeah, I think like, I, I'd say the last two or three games he hasn't been doing I, well. I would like to see him play both. I really do. I think they uh, should play both of them up front. Whenever they do, they... Um, oh, no way. Oh, yeah. It's no just, way. Yeah. Because if you're playing those two, then you're getting rid of your wingers. And Ber- I would rather have Bernardo Silva and Juarez over Aguero or Jesus. Or either Bernard- of them. Or Bernardo Silva and Sterling. Yeah. Which he's out right now. But yeah. No, 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 no. I think you go with Jesus and Aguero up front. Put uh, Mares in the in the midfield. Like a four four two. Yeah, with De Bruyne and then just yeah. Uh, uh, how do you like Mendy being back? Isn't he looking good? Uh, I don't know about that. Come on, what <laughs> yeah, you, you think, a, Ryan? He, I mean, Mendy was—he was taking shots from—he was taking shots from outside the box and almost almost put him in and scored twice. Yeah, Mendy, oh. if he can stay fit, is he's a good addition. Um, I I was it, you know I had a couple notes on this game. Uh, notably, I said at the start of the game, it, if Lester keeps playing the way they are and they do not score a goal soon that they would uh they would fold to they would just tire themselves out and that's kind of what happened yeah um, they really got you know they were looking for that goal and it never came and then uh they just got exhausted and towards the end of the game i mean yeah but but they were just so tired <laughs> but they look at the next what is it one two three four uh five six the next six games are all green i mean Unbelievable. Norwich, Aston Villa, it's Watford. Party. Yeah, it's, it is. It's going to be a Vardy party. Everybody, Captain Vardy, okay? 
get him. Does that mean I got him. I got rid of Aguero. Yeah, I had to. I had got rid of Aguero. Yeah, and, I did. I did too. And but uh, not you know, Vardy. Vardy was just getting warmed up. And uh, it's going to be Norwich, Aston Villa, Watford, Brighton, Everton, and um, he's got that golden boot in his sights, and he's going to go nuts. I don't know. I feel like something died inside of Leicester when they got hammered by Liverpool. No, 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 no. You know what happened was Vardy had a baby, okay? You know, he didn't get any sleep. (laughs) Maybe. No, it's when you that's a major event and um he was getting fired up this last game. This was just a practice game. He was getting close, hitting the bars, you know, making lots of shots and Yeah, you might be right. He's going to unload next couple of games and be in the golden boot contention. I thought uh not playing Aozi Perez was an interesting decision uh, cuz he's been in quite good form over the past uh, few weeks and I felt like benching him was a mistake, and they brought him on around like the 88th minute, I think it was, or somewhere around then. And uh, I don't know. I thought that that he would have been a better choice, maybe over uh, Iancho. Hey, just just a note on the golden boot that I was just talking about. It's Aubameyang with 17, Vardy with 17, followed by Aguero with 16, and in fourth place is Danny Ings. So yeah, Vardy's just gonna um, he's gonna be going for that. I got a Bemiang for that, but we can get to that game later. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I'm kind of sad. Actually, never mind. I'll talk about it when we get to that game. We'll get there. Uh, so, any any other closing thoughts on the Leicester City? Uh, they deserve to, They deserve more. I, deserve I, I I would agree with that. They deserve more, um, especially and I I don't know. Oh, and one other note I did have on this, um, City. I think won this game because they could defend and they had a real center back um, for, you know, when they didn't for most of the season. I think if you, this, if you had put, and I know that Laporte came off and Automendi did come on, but I think if Automendi had played that whole game, uh, City loses this game. Well, yeah, Laporte is outstanding. It's good to see him back. It's good to see Mendy back. With Walker, uh, it's just they. It's a defense, and then you got Ederson in the goal, and uh, he's just an animal. Yeah, I I couldn't believe how much of a difference uh, that uh, uh, having real defenders made. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's move on uh, to Wolves three Norwich nil. <laughs> would uh, you Would you expect? Uh, I did not expect wait. a double from Diego Jota, but uh, he wait, had. Wait, 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 wait! Didn't your dad say like? Yeah. Uh, so let's say, let's take a look at the season at the table. All right, all right. Table, you're, right. you're right. You're um, right. <laughs> Don't buy any wolves as they're going down. Wolves is going down. Let's see. Let's look up from the relegation spaces. Oh, I don't see wolves. Uh, let's see the mid table. No. Nope, I don't see. Up oh, there they are, eighth place above Arsenal, above and Arsenal, Everton, and, Everton. and West Ham. Uh, well, yeah, right. West Ham, are you kidding me? Well, West Ham is in relegation. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's what happens when you get David Moyes, but we'll get there. Um, Everyone's ahead of them. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. I was disappointed with their early performance. They are are doing well now, and I think, you know, it, it's, they, they it's, responded. A, they it's responded. a much better schedule, though. Also, if I remember right, I don't think you were in the best state of mind during uh, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but but they played <laughs> they played um, Liverpool twice, Leicester City, Man United. I mean, it was a really tough. Well, and also road they were they were having it. growing pains, uh, you know, with their first time being in the in Europe. I think they. Yeah, had, and, so, I mean, I, I was think now wolf's... they've adjusted to it though, because I mean they're doing yeah. really well in Europe too. I mean they've been winning pretty consistently in Europe in well, Europa League. Too. And I thought about bringing Jota into my fantasy team actually because he did so well in the, the Europa League. And then I was like, no, it might be a one-off. And then he No, he did really well last season, and I was disappointed this year. You know, Jimenez, Jota, I thought they were going to be there, and Doherty. But uh, Doherty's been disappointing. Jimenez was okay. But he they had some... They had a really tough schedule at the beginning of the season here. Um, they got the Spurs next week. After that, it's just going to be smooth sailing with Brighton, West Ham, Bournemouth, Aston Villa. I think there's a, a couple of really good games coming up, and they're going to really do well. But in the shape that the Spurs are in right now, I think the Wolves can beat them next week. What do you think on that one? Oh, I would agree with that. I would sure. agree with that. I think it's going to be actually a really good game. I feel like it's going to be pretty even. And I think... Yeah, if uh, if Wolves beat Tottenham, they are tied with Tottenham in the league, right? Or they're above them? No, if they beat them, they'll be above them by yeah, uh, yeah, two points, I think, right? Yeah, and that'll send Tottenham probably down to either they'll seventh be at, or eighth. They'll eight. be at forty-two points. They will be hot on Chelsea's tails. Two points off Chelsea. That's yeah, if Chelsea don't win sure. next week. Sure. Um, so. So I take back everything I said about the Wolves earlier in the season, all right? They've got a good schedule now, and I'm a, I'm a believer, and I've got um, Moutinho in the midfield. Um, I was debating between Jimenez and uh, Jota, but I didn't pick any of them up. I stayed with Aguero, I think, and then I picked up Vardy. But I think Adama Traore has been pretty quiet in the last couple games. Like yeah, I was him. thinking about bringing him in, and now well, he, was, he was hurt. The last yeah, two or three games, he's been pretty quiet. I know. Well, that's because he got hurt, man. He got hurt. He was he's he's just now starting to come back. I well, think he needs this next game yeah. next week, and then after that, you're going to be good yeah. with him. So I had I wouldn't, I wouldn't in my dump fantasy him. for the last. I wouldn't drop him because for the last, I had him in my fantasy for the last two weeks, and I just dropped him today. No, you did. Yeah. Oh. He's got one more game, no, and then I think he's going to be He got me, one, he got me okay. one point two weeks in a row. If you give me one point two weeks in a row, you're <laughs> Okay, that's Nikki's rule. You go. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's jump to the other side of this game. Uh, Norwich. Poor, oh poor Norwich. Is there anything they can do no, to stay I, they're, up? They're going down. No. They can. So they should just start preparing for the championship and just be done with it. Yeah. Um, yes, Hans, 100%. why do you still have Cantwell? Well, okay. Now that I'm looking at the table, it's only seven points. It's and I mean, they have bad. some fairly favorable fixtures coming up. Uh, the question is how many games they have against like teams that matter, like Bournemouth, Villa, Brighton, teams that like can replace them. They play West Ham. That'll be a big they game. They play West Ham, Sheffield United, yeah, Southampton, games. Everton, yeah. Brighton. Uh, no, they're in. Well, I, think the, I think the Burnley, Southampton, Brighton, and West Ham games are going to be really important to them. Well, the last three games the of the season. Party up and going again, then anything can happen. No, there's going to be no pookie party against Leicester City. I don't see it happening against Sheffield United, which is the game after that. Then it's Southampton, and we talked about the Southampton de- defense. And then they play Everton, and then Arsenal. Um, I think the next five games are really big, big trouble for them, and they don't get off the bottom, so they're they're in trouble. 
Yeah, but no no goals in their last three games. Their last goal was uh, over so a, over a month ago, and it was a penalty. And a loss to Tottenham. Uh, their last win, I believe, was... Uh, I'm not including the FA Cup, just in the league. Uh, their uh, their last win was against Bournemouth. January 18th. And on January 18th was a 1-0, was a 1-0 win. Yeah, I would have yeah, advised against... Yeah, get you relegated. Yeah, I would advise against, yeah. <laughs> uh, against having any Norwich players on your lineup. I don't think anybody has any. <laughs> I jumped on that Pookie party... At Did the you? Beginning of this season, but oh yeah, well, was, you, how could you not when he scored that hat yeah. trick right out of the gate? Yeah, that was, that was it. That sealed the deal. Yeah. But All right. It's that's been a long it's been a long time since then. Yeah. All right. Sorry, yeah, Norwich City. All right. Well, moving nice. on. It was nice seeing you this year. All right. Moving on to uh, Manchester United three, Watford nil. I, is Manchester United finally finding the their form? Are they finally getting getting into the swing of things? Uh, they needed Fernandez. Yeah, they, 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 they needed was, him. Was that that is like a, 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 you know, I had Martial and I kept him. You know, even as mad as I was at United, I kept Martial. You know, I'm, with Rashford being out, I, I didn't think there was any hope for them. But with Fernandez back, um, you know, they got a good defense with with McGuire um, and Juan Basako. Um, but it's Bissaka. just, <laughs> okay. But, um, I think Fernandez is really the spark they needed. Yeah. He, they needed a playmaker to, cause I mean, Pogba's not really playing. They needed somebody to take Pogba's spot pretty much. Um, I'm kind of sad Didn't because you know when I, Pogba's coming back. Sorry. I don't think Pogba is coming back. I don't back. think Pogba knows when he's coming back. I, don't, I was asking Nikki today, where did Pogba go? I don't think Pogba's going to come back. I think it. they're going to sell him. I mean, he's such a locker room problem. Well, he doesn't yeah. want to be there, and, and I mean, uh, and he doesn't see. want to be there, and they don't really want him yeah. there. According to transfer market, it says ankle problems, return unknown. That just sounds like he does ankle problems. Hmm. <sighs> I mean, I've had Mason Greenwood on my bench since the first week of the season, and I'm incredibly angry today because he got eight points on fantasy, and he was on my bench. I'll tell you what. Did he really? If, yeah, he's on mine as well. <laughs> oh man. If Man U can make it past the next three games, they've got a really good stretch after that. The next three games for them are Everton, which I th- I think that that's going to be close or a tie. It'll be close. Everton has been looking a lot better, which we'll get to. But uh, Man City, which I think they'll have problems with. Yeah, I don't think they have a shot. Um, and then, but then the again, Spurs. It is, it, 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 it is the, that City game is at Old Trafford, so that immediately makes it a heck of a lot difficult. Uh, more difficult for Manchester City because if there's one game of the year that uh, United wants to win, it's United uh, with City they at home. They do really well, I think, again that in that fixture the yes. past couple of times. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It seems like the uh, the crowd is split fifty fifty, and they really get into that game. But the uh, they the true test is going to be next week. Can they beat Everton? Um, if they can and they're on the right track and they start getting that steam or that wind behind their sails, if they can beat Manchester City, um, I, I think they just go on a tear from here on out. And you know, earlier I thought they would get relegated and like be the worst <laughs> because I, I did. I was completely what? against you. No, I thought they would. I thought they would finish mid to lower uh, mid to lower table, and I thought they would be somewhere in like. Around tenth place. I honestly can't believe they kept. I thought they'd be where Arsenal so, I can't, are right now. I can't believe they kept Solskjaer for as long as they did. 
Yeah, yeah. I never had a problem with United. I've always thought they were gonna get like Europa League. Really? I know. I don't really, know how they. they I don't know how they They're can like, keep Solskjaer. I mean, he they kept him through such a bad stint. No, I, I, this is this is in- interesting though. So, so Hans, what do you? What is what is your take on Solskjaer? Do you do you like him? Do you think he uh, has no business being there? What are your thoughts? I mean, he's obviously not a top top manager, but how how could he be? He's only been you know in a, in charge of a team for what like two seasons. I don't know how long he was coaching in Norway. Only but coaching in Norway, I think, for like a season or two, maybe. Yeah, and then so he was in, like... he was in England before that. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Um... As a head coach, I don't know. All right, we're, no, we're, I don't, we're I think looking at. I, uh... I think he's done. I think he's done well because look at the players that they had. I mean, he was playing Mason Greenwood. He's playing uh, what's the left back? Williams. He's playing uh, he, so was many... at, he was at Cardiff. He was at Cardiff for one season, and that was the season they got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I would say he's doing fine. You know. No, I'm. I'm. I'm in agreement and with Fernandez and with Martial. I think there's a lot of big pop, and you. You know, Greenwood is winding up to be. Um, he's winding up to be okay, and you still got James out there. Um, Defender-wise, you're good with the Juan Basaco or Basaka, and Maguire. I guess the thought is, though, is, uh, you know, I think uh, it's just a, it's an adjustment from what I guess you know Manchester United fans are used to, you know, yeah, coming out of the out of the Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson era, and then you know I, they really yeah. have had a tough time finding their uh, finding their feet. So well, you you can't just buy like the Champions League. You know that's what they want to do. They're we know probably one of the richest clubs, or the, obviously they are one of them. Maybe the richest in terms of uh, Manchester revenue. United. Oh yeah, you can buy stock in them at nineteen dollars and twenty nine cents a share right now. Well, yes, they're they're super loaded. I know that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they are. Um, like in terms of like money they get from like TV revenue, I think they're ahead of like even Man City and like, and in terms of like what the money they get from uh, merchandise and things like that, they're ahead of Man City. They're a huge oh, club. Uh, speaking of Manchester City, actually, one thing I think we forgot to mention uh, because this kind of happened a few weeks ago, but we didn't have a podcast since then. Uh, Manchester City is uh, banned from the from the Champions League. I don't know. If, did we discuss this oh, on the wait, podcast? No, no. we haven't. Yeah, they get. They're gonna. So have they're, to, gonna they're gonna fight but... that. They're gonna fight it. I mean, I, I, I that would be sad to see that happen. And uh, there would be a big question of who's gonna stay. I mean, if if Pep goes. It's... Because yeah, Pep is not going to stick around if they can't, and then he's got so many other players um, that would probably move along. So it's going to be scary for Manchester City. I think they'll get banned for one year. Yeah, I, I agree. Think I think two years is harsh, but I think they're going to try to appeal it, and it's just because they really did lie. It seems like they they just flat out lied. About well, I things. mean, but didn't everybody? I think that was just like an unwritten thing. No, no, I don't know. <sighs> uh, another thing that happened in the two week in the break that the week that we were not here, uh, Hakeem Ziyech signed for Chelsea. Yes, we did, we did talk about that. Hakeem Ziyech from Ajax. Oh, Ajax, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good addition. But uh, do you they mean need, Ajax? Do they, do, no. no. <laughs> uh, do they need Ajax another another winger. winger though? He's not a winger. No, he's a cam or a winger. You can play him on either. He's mainly mm-hmm. a cam. 
Really? I yeah. I always see him play on played on the wings. He's really good. He's insane. I think the only reason gonna, we signed him was because who's uh, gonna leave then? Who's gonna leave Chelsea then on the wing? I, I mean, yeah, Williams like thirty two. So I mean, I think they're just gonna let him go. I don't think they're gonna let him go. I think they're gonna reduce his role to like a super sub. Do you or, does this? Do you see Callum Hudson Odoi leaving with this signing? No, he just signed a five year contract this year. But then you have Pulisic, you have you have I, like so many wingers. I know, Pedro. but uh, all of like most of our wingers can also play other positions that aren't on the wing. Like you have Mason Mount. And if you're playing the uh, the system that you know that with this the the kind of the three in the back and the two wing backs. Yeah, typi- yeah. That's typically, true. you don't see wingers on top of that. I don't. I don't think we're gonna keep playing that. I think it's gonna be a four-five-one. Okay, but then then and you have who's the one? Well, then you then have Alonso isn't going to shine probably. Yeah, no. Then you have contention too uh, for those Alonso attacking midfielder he'll spots. Be, he'll then. be up yeah. there going crazy. I think the attacking midfielder spots are probably going to go to Ziyech and Mount. And then uh, yeah, I guess. And then Barkley's gone, and then you have in, it, oh, another question I have for you. Do you see uh, um, what's his name, the Italian guy? Jorginho? Jorginho. Why, I, why couldn't I think of that? Is Jorginho going to stay? Yeah, he's our vice captain. He loves Chelsea. And I he's been playing insane this season. His first season, he was not that great. But this season, he's been doing amazing. He's so <laughs> good. I love Jorginho. Hey, when is this dude from Ajax coming on? Ajax. Ajax. Next, next season. Next season. Oh, okay. So I can't pick him up? No. No. <laughs> not until next season. What if you want some donuts on your... On your, yeah. uh, hey, what's fantasy. the weather like over there in Sweden? It's February. Uh, I would say it's like 45 degrees or so, 40 Wow. Wow. Fahrenheit. And you, you haven't gotten much snow. snow this winter? Uh, barely any. Wow. The whole time. All right. Well, moving on now. Arsenal <laughs> yeah. 3, Everton 2. Um, uh, Quality content. Um, this is a pretty good game. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scoring in the first minute. It was kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a, a, that was a weird perfect goal. start. It was hilarious because I just texted Mark after the first minute and just just sent him dot dot dot, and he was so mad. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Mark unfortunately cannot be here today, but uh, we'll just. Uh, I'm filling in. We'll have his uh, man with three names uh, rant uh, of Dominic Calvert Lewin scoring against Arsenal. Uh, he hates Dominic. I know he does so much, which. <laughs> Pierre Emerick Aubameyang also has three names. So, um, Aubameyang looked really, uh, no, he, really the good. He doesn't and, like Dominic Calvert Lewin because he has three first names. He says, "Ah, okay." And Nketiah playing and scoring, unbelievable. You know, the uh, that was good. And the, the Saka came in. Um, Kai Osaka. Oh my God, that that was the game changer right there. Yeah, Saka is so good. Why don't they play him all the time? Why? What's he doing on the bench? He's young. He's only like eighteen or nineteen. Where's Martinelli? He's not a side back though. He's a winger, but they play him in side back because he's just that good. Where's Martinelli? Is he hurt? Or did they just not play him? And I have no idea. I think no. Abamie came back and they they sent him. And uh, yeah, I was wondering where the heck he went because I mean Martinelli. He's not even on the bench. I mean, I'm just wondering where Lacazette is in all this. Like he's. 
Not even. I mean, I don't. Well, at least he was on the bench. He didn't didn't even have Martinelli on the bench. I, I agree. Yeah. Where did he go? Well, how many strikers do you need on the bench when you're running and one up front? Didn't start this game. They they kept in Keita. Yeah. Who who I was mean, like on loan to Leeds? I saw him play in the Championship a, a few yeah, times. Yeah, Leeds. Nothing there. He did like nothing at Leeds. And now he's like taken over as the striker. Yeah. Yeah, but Dominic Calvert-Lewin should have had at least three goals today. I, I mean, still think. Oh, completely. I still think that uh, Arsenal's weakest spot is their left back, just because Tierney is still injured. I don't know why he gets injured so much. What happened? Yeah, yeah both. He's it. literally like a twig. Like it's like he comes back for one game and then he's just out for like a month or two. Yeah, I think it's a reoccurring injury. Also, uh, you wouldn't say their weakest spot is the Mustafi. Uh, David I mean, Luiz. it's their defense in general. David Luiz is fine. I was talking to Mark about this. Mark says that he was not uh, happy with David Luiz at the beginning of the season, but now he loves David Luiz. Hey, I, I got one question. I thought Mustafi I, was very solid. Mustafi, he, Mark hates Mustafi so much. <laughs> I, I, I hate I Mustafi too. Because he makes some crazy errors, but like, if you're talking about technique, like, he can play that ball anywhere, and he's when he's motivated, like he was in this game. I think he's he's at the top of his game. He's like I one just, of the best. I just don't think he's reliable enough. To well, play and for I, I think he's if you not physically fast, he's not like or super strong or tall. You know, he's not, he's lacking that physicality for the Premier League. Sure, and if you if I think it's really interesting watching these two in comparison to somebody like Van Dyke, uh, just with a comparison of how often they're on the ground in comparison because Van Dyke never goes to ground like ever. Uh, I can probably count the number of times I saw him go to ground this season on one hand. Um, whereas I feel like Mustafi and David Luiz are always sliding, <laughs> sliding around. And I think that doesn't help their defending um, because it's no. so I, yeah. once you, once you slide, that's it. Right. Hey, I got a question on Everton. Um, do you know what happened with Lucas Digny? Yeah, yeah. Where did he go? Yeah, yeah. I think he's I hurt. No I'm pretty sure he's hurt right now. Probably. Right. You know, I I like. Um... No, Luca Digne is really good. He, uh, I mean, he's young. He's fast. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. he's I, a really I, I, solid player. He wasn't player. he wasn't even on the bench. And I mean, I picked him up, and I was so excited about it. But I I mean, I guess I must have missed that he got I'm hurt. Pretty sure he's hurt. Yeah. Man. Uh, Wait, I does not say he's hurt on transfer market, but I believe he might be uh For coming sale? back coming back from something. Oh, okay. And just not fully fit but, yet. But, uh, you know, Mina... Is he, is he right back or left back? He's a left back. So that would be Leighton Baines. Yeah, they play yeah. over Leighton Baines because Leighton Baines, I mean, he was good back in the day, but he's really old now. Like, yeah. he's really old now. So. Yeah, he's like the Everton Maldini. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He's been with them forever. So you're saying I should keep him? I mean, I would. I think he'll probably be back next week. Yeah, maybe I'll get rid of him and pick up Alonso. He's. I mean, they're gonna need their, you know, their best players because I mean, they're sitting. Where is Everton right now? In the standings. I mean, if you want to make mid for Europe, yeah, twelve. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they still got a shot. I think at, uh, especially with an extra spot up for grabs if City's not there. There's they have a shot at at the Europa League. I think really pretty much anybody does probably through Crystal Palace. Not Norwich. Upwards, um, Crystal Palace upwards. Uh, I mean, I don't think their goals are really to get into Europe, but they want to make like at least they want to make it interesting at least. Sure. I, I would say Arsenal upwards. I wouldn't go all the way down to Crystal Palace. Mm. It'd be Arsenal, that. Wolves, Sheffield. Yeah, you can count Tottenham out unless they figure out a striker. Uh, Man U and Chelsea. 
We know Manchester City and Leicester City will be there. Um, I think Arsenal are going to get into the Champions League. You think? Interesting. Yeah. Well, they cricket, would... cricket. <laughs> no, they they could do it. Uh, but let's look at their schedule. So that would mean, I mean, that would mean Chelsea would have to drop a considerable amount of points, and Arsenal would have to pick up quite a few in that time. And uh, they I have think the, they have a good schedule. Okay, I think yeah. The top West four is, Ham. I think the top West four Ham is, is the next game at this point. West Ham is the next game, followed by Brighton, followed by Southampton, yeah. and then Norwich and uh, Wolves. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that could, could definitely be. put the uh, pressure on. For, if uh, they can, like, take, like, four wins and one draw, then they would be, I think, there, basically. Well, Abami is right back. There. Yeah, pretty much. They have no losses in their last five. So, I mean, I think uh, Mikel Arteta has really – Turn them around, and I think he's yeah, found a, a, a squad and a side that works finally, which I think is what Emery never really found at Arsenal was the, a, a side that works. Yeah, there's way too many big personalities in that dressing room. Yeah. Take the... Well, I, I like that he leaves Abamie on for the entire 90 minutes too. So Abamie is uh, looking really good. So they got yep, a shot. That's what, that's what shot. I picked up for Aguero. Did you? And nice was, move. Oh, yeah. Um, you see what happens. All right. Well, moving on to the game that's tomorrow, Liverpool West Ham. Do when, what, what is the game that they can clinch by? Clinch the title? Is this game even like worth talking about? No, is, not really. I mean, I mean it's, like, Liverpool's going to destroy him. Um, I think. I think. Like when? Like when can they like for sure like be like okay? No one else can clinch. I think it could be. I think. I think they're they're trying to get it so that they win the title at the ever at, at the Everton game. That would be mean. That, they Just, would have to draw a game then, wouldn't they? Uh, no, I think no, actually. Which to... one? No, they'd want to win at home. Hmm? Which which one? No, would they the want to win against their rivals. Uh, no, what's the? What's... I think as it stands, I think it's somewhere around the Manchester City game um, that they would. Uh, win oh my God, City that would be. Points. That would be the game to win it. You know what I mean? Especially because of the uh, battle last year. Between Liverpool and Manchester City, I would love to see uh, like Liverpool forty years or something. Yeah, How but I'd love to see the opposite happen yeah, this year, where Manchester City wins the Champions League, you know, and comes in second in the Premier League, and that would be exactly what Liverpool did last year. Hey, I want to no give a way. shout. I want to give a shout out to Yaman in uh, Sarasota. He's probably all excited about the game tomorrow. I don't think no, no, uh, really. One I thing mean, I would like to add about Liverpool, though, Ryan, that you're probably trying to avoid. What am I trying to avoid? What what happened versus Atletico Madrid? It's, oh, uh, loss. Yeah, they're I don't. I don't think it's a non-issue. I, I, I they're gonna win at Anfield. I, I, I would almost guarantee it. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I mean, think you've, you've been found out in a two-legged tie. Having Anfield as, having having <laughs> Anfield as the second uh, as the second game is always going to be way better, and I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. That's going to be a what crazy. If, game. What if Haller goes off? What if Haller goes off and West Ham wins? Oh, against we're West Ham? Talking well, we're talking about the Atletico Madrid game in the oh. Champions League. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think they're really going to have an issue. I mean, they're they're such a good side, and uh, they. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I don't think it's going to be an issue. Does anybody see West Ham getting anything from that Liverpool no, game? No, not at all. Uh, anybody want to no. make a bold claim? No. Who's who's their coach again at West Ham? Moyes. <laughs> David Moyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, oh, so they, that's going to be the bold claim is that he gets fired. Relegated, I think. So Hans's bold claim is that he's going to get booted after next game. <laughs> I don't know I don't why know. they. I don't even know why they appointed him in the first place. I don't either. It was such an odd choice, and uh, not not a good choice. But but you know what? Sometimes those games that you think are locks that you think you're going to win, and the other team has something to fight for. Because they're playing the champions, and you know, I don't think it matters. I think I, think I think Liverpool has more to play yeah. for than well, the, uh, <laughs> West Ham. In this game. Yeah, but they, how about resting some folks so that they can win the next leg and the champions? I think the Liverpool reserves could beat West Ham at this point. Probably well, they beat Everton. They beat Everton. So. <laughs> Do, uh, do, let's talk about that. Do you think oh anybody's going to be? Yes, they did. <laughs> is anybody going to be sat tomorrow because of that to make sure that they're ready for the? I think it's possible. Uh, I mean, and the other no, thing with the, with the, never benches, you uh, never rotate. Not really, but uh, I know that Mane has been coming back from that injury that he had. Uh, and I know that Henderson is out, so at least you're seeing somebody new coming into the midfield in uh, Henderson's spot. I could see, I don't think, I think he starts the front three, um, but I imagine uh, at least Salah or Mane is coming off at the 60th minute. I think the only thing that's for sure is going to be the defenders, you know. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 would protect... I think we're diving too much into this game. But... I think Liverpool is just going to destroy West Ham either way, no matter who they play. If they played their U8s, they could probably beat West Ham. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so I think that brings us to the end of the podcast, doesn't it? I, I think so, unless anybody has anything else to add before we uh, we call this I one done. I think right. so. All right. Well, thank you so much, well, guys, for joining us. I have to say goodbye us. to Aguero. Uh, and, I'm uh, sorry. I had you, to drop you. Uh, thank you, Dad, for coming in the joining us on this one as well. Well, you're always here. So thank you for uh, being on all the podcasts. Uh, Take care, man. Good day. Good to talk to you. See you all next week.